Hello and welcome to Renewed to Win, the ministry where we go into the darkness and bring people into the light. Thank you for being here today. I don't know what time it is where you're at, where you're listening. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, whatever it may be. So anyways, I have some announcements uh, before we begin with the message today. Just a couple of things. We're going to be revamping the website. Um... God has been leading me to, to focus on spiritual warfare and uh, just engaging engaging the enemy in these last days. And I'm going to need your help. Um, the vision is to train up spiritual warriors by, uh, by introducing them to the Holy Spirit, giving them, equipping them with the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and once they begin to show evidence through the fruit of the Spirit, through the gifts of the Spirit, to help them put on the whole armor of God so that they can stand against the enemy um, in, the, in these times. So, so the, the website's going to have a little bit of a new look to it. Um, not going to change the overall appearance, but, but the menu items will change. And, and uh, it's being led by the Lord, so uh, whatever, whatever He wants. And a lot of people think when, you know, they can't, they can't engage in spiritual warfare if, if they're still stuck in their own struggles. And that is so untrue. So, to, so to, in today's message, I want to focus on um, who, who Jesus was when he, when he was here on earth as, as in his earthly ministry. Um, we're going to just show some evidence that he was truly the Son of God, evidence that you can take and, and you can use in, in your own ministry, because we all have a ministry, and, and you can take it into your workplace, into your schools, and uh, have real discussions with people. So let's start um, today with uh, the verse for today is John 14, 1-14. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or else believe on account of the works themselves. True, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me 
will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we invite you into this uh, message. We, um, we invite the power of the Holy Spirit, God, to, to lead my words, to, to lead the direction of this message, Lord. We pray that um, it has real impact, Lord, not only on the listeners, but, but on, on um, the people that the listeners of this word uh, take this teaching to, Lord. Let us all be um, warriors for you in this last day, God, knowing that, that the harvest is, is here, this last day harvest as we bring people in before, before you come, Lord. We glorify you, we honor you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. So, the name of Jesus really bothers people. Um, many times it embarrasses them. Many times it makes them angry. And many times it makes people want to change the subject. But, but why? You know, you could talk, to, you could talk about God in, in general, or lowercase God, and people don't have a big problem with it. Um, you can either even engage them in conversation about it. But you talk about Jesus and people react. And one of the main reasons I believe that this happens is because we are living in the last days. Um, and we live in a fallen, dark world where, where the enemy has a firm grip on what's happening in this world until Jesus returns. And, and so... so the enemy is trying to keep the name of Jesus out because he doesn't want people to be saved. So, so um, people get angry, they get upset, they, they run from, from the name of Jesus. Um, when Jesus began his earthly ministry, people quickly realized that he was making claims about himself that they've never heard before from, from a human being. Um, see, he was just a, a carpenter from Nazareth, or so they thought. And he was making claims that would make him equal to God. He was saying that he was the only way to salvation. That you had to follow him, or, or you weren't getting into heaven. Um, he was also saying that he was the only way to the forgiveness of sin. Now, do we believe these these claims? If you're a Christian today, um, you, you need to. That, that's part of our belief system. But really, it's not it's not about what we we believe when it comes to this subject. You can believe anything you want, but the question you have to ask yourself is it true? Um, I, I know, I know many, I know a variety of different people, and they all have uh, many different belief systems in in the world today. Um, and if you look around, you'll see the same thing. People are trying to find a belief system so that they don't have to face this truth of the gospel of 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 Jesus um, because of the powers of the dark side. 
So who, who in fact did Jesus claim to be? And, and are those claims true? So the first thing to think about is uh, what is meant by the claim that Jesus is God? Let's start by, by defining God. It's been called, God has been called an infinite and perfect spirit in whom all things have their source, support, and end. And, and this definition works for everybody who believes in a God. It works for Muslims. It works for Jews. It works for Hindus. Um, if you study these belief systems, they all believe that God is personal. And they all, all believe that the universe is, is planned by him. But only Christians add something to, to that definition. And this is where things change. We believe that God became man in the form of Jesus. See, Jesus Christ is not a first name and a last name. See, the name Jesus is from, from Greek, and it means the Lord saves. And Christ is a title from the Greek, and it means the anointed one. So really, Jesus Christ implies um, the Lord King. And the, the Old Testament prophecies promise this. Um, you know, at the time, the Jews were looking for, for a way to, to end Roman oppression, and that's what they thought the Messiah was going to do. Um, and it didn't happen the way that they had planned, and that's why many of the scholars of the day got it wrong. Um, but the New Testament also clearly states that Jesus is God. And the names used through him throughout the, the, the scriptures can only apply to one who was God. These are some of the scriptures that are referring to Jesus. Um, we're not going to list them all on the screen. What we'll put up as many as possible. But, but Titus 2, 13 to 14. Uh, while, while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. And there's Luke 7, 14, 15. Luke 8, 24, 25, Revelation 1, 8. Um, you know, Jesus, Jesus has eternal life. And so can you, by accepting him as your Lord and Savior. 1 John 5, 11, 12 says, And it is this testimony, God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has a Son has life, whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. And also 1 John 5, to 20, 5, 20. Um, 1 John 5, 20, that is. See, Jesus receives honor and worship that should only belong to God. Matthew 14, 33 says, Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. The people who first followed Jesus 
were Jews. They believed in, in one true God. And they were very, very religious. And some of the people, if you're unfamiliar with, with these people, you can go back on the website and, and you can read the article associated with this particular, um, particular message. But Paul, um, he was a Jewish rabbi. Um, he, he actually set out to persecute the, the Jews. Uh, but Jesus met him along the way and, and, and changed him. Um, he he wrote he wrote a good portion of the of the New Testament, and it says in Acts twenty twenty eight, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds with the church of God, which He bought with His own blood. And then there was Peter. Matthew sixteen sixteen. Simon Peter answered, "You are the Messiah, the Son of God." These were all people who were firmly Jewish when Jesus came. Martha, who was a friend of Jesus. John eleven twenty seven. Yes, Lord, she replied. I, yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. Uh, Stephen who was the first Christian who was stoned for his belief. Um, in fact, uh, he, he even cried out while he was being stoned, Lord, forgive them. Um, but, but it says in Acts 7.59, While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And there was Thomas the doubter. It says in John 20.25, 20, so the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. But a week later, it says in John 20, 26-28, A week later his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. These were all people whose lives were turned upside down for this belief in Jesus as God. And they... They endured a lot of hardship because of that. But they believed. It's, it's just so many amazing stories. And then there was Jesus himself who claimed to be divine. Um, you know, again, the, the religious leaders of the day, they were, uh, they were looking for, for uh, royalty. But they got a poor carpenter from Nazareth. And that's why it's important for you to, to seek out the Holy Spirit on your own, to study the scriptures on your own. Don't take what I'm saying. Don't take what the pastor of your church says. Know, know what the scripture says so that the, the guidance of the Holy Spirit can, can give you the truth and you can recognize it when it's coming. Um, the, the religious leaders got it completely wrong. They, they didn't know what they were looking for. And when Jesus came, they, they, they missed him. 
But you see, Jesus himself claimed to be divine. Um, Jesus was in conflict with the Jewish leaders throughout his, his earthly ministry. Um, Jesus healed a lame man on the Sabbath, on a day that you're not supposed to do work. Jesus took compassion on this man and healed him. John 5, 16 to 18 says, So because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jewish leaders began to persecute him. In his defense, Jesus said to them, My father is always at work in this very day, and I too am working. For this reason, they tried all the more to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. Uh, Jesus also claimed to be equal with God. And it says that in, in John 5:17, which is in the passage above, uh, in his defense, Jesus said to them, My father is always at work to this very day, and I too am working. He said, my father, not our father. That This means that he was making his action equal to God's actions. And he also claimed to be one with the father. You can see John 10.30. There was no doubt he was claiming to be God. The Pharisees became unreasonably angry. They sought to kill him with no trial at first by stoning him. See, they understood his claim. And they never stopped to consider if his claim was true or not. Jesus claimed to have the authority to forgive sin. Now, can a person forgive somebody's sins? You can forgive a sin that was committed against you if somebody um, stole money from you or, or if they, they, they said something bad to you, about you, they, they gossiped about you. You have the power to forgive that. But you can't forgive sins that were committed against somebody else. You can't forgive if, if, if somebody said something about your neighbor you can't forgive that. If somebody stole money from your neighbor, you can't forgive that. Um, they need to, to forgive that. And the only one that, who can forgive sins committed against God is God. But that's exactly what Jesus did. So he was put on trial. And during, during his trial, he made three claims. Again, he claimed to be the Son of God. Mark 14, 60, 62 says, Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent and gave no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? I am, said Jesus. And you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. Jesus claimed to be the one who would sit at the right hand of power. The Son of Man who would come on the clouds of heaven. Now, now during the, the trial, the Sanhedrin heard all of these points. 
and the high priest tore his garments. It's it's a whole time thing where they they pulled on them, their their clothes to to show that they were angry. Um, and he he also asked, why do we need witnesses? Um, and in many trials, the accused are tried for what they allegedly did: a bank robber, a kidnapper, a murderer. They're not tried for who they were, but what they actually did. And Jesus was, was tried for who he claimed to be. During the trial, Jesus confessed to his divinity. And his enemies acknowledged that he made that claim. Matthew 27, 41 43 said, In the same way the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders mocked him, he saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. So, it's a little background into who Jesus was, who he claimed to be. As Christians, we, we, we know who he is, and we know who he claimed to be, and, and we, we accept that. And uh, if, if you're a follower of, of this ministry, most likely you've accepted the, the calling to, to engage in, in spiritual battle, spiritual warfare in a, a sick and dying world. Um, but but that's, that's some of the, the stuff that, that non-believers consider and they need to look at um, and and even take it deeper um, so next time we're going to look at uh, was Jesus a lunatic was he a liar or was he the Lord of our lives see if he was a lunatic he would have been incoherent and drooling and, and not being able to make, make sense if he was a liar, then he's not really the, the great moral teacher that some people claimed him to be because he, he's actually claiming to be the son of God. So how could he be a moral teacher? Um, or is he Lord? Is he the son of God? Is, is he part of the Trinity? Really, there's no other options. So, so you must decide on that. And I ask you this week to, to pray about it. Consider, if you, if you are watching this and you are an unbeliever, I ask you to consider what your choice is going to be. Now let's, uh, let's close in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this time together. We glorify you, we honor you, we praise you, Lord. God, I just pray that uh, you just continue to strengthen all of us Everybody who follows this ministry, God, everybody who, who um, seeks to do your will, Lord, I pray that you just work mighty miracles, do great things among us this week. Um, let, us, let us see you for who you are, Lord. Let us stand bold in a, in a fallen world. Let us um, constantly, constantly seek to, to know you better, Lord. I glorify you. I honor you. I pray that you, you provide clear direction for each one of our lives, Lord, to, to experience your vision, your plan for our lives, and also your goodness. Let the Holy Spirit refill us 
guide us and direct us in everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen.